1: Hey, I'll tell you who's waiting patiently on the line. If Chris Dodd has wet our appetite on track and field, we've got the first lady of the sport who joins us. Welcome back to the show, Margaret Beardsley.
0: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. And what a sensation, Chris Dodd. Just lovely to hear that guy talk athletics.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure you'd agree with me. The way that he was tracking, there's no doubt in the world that he would have been a contender at some of these events.
0: Oh, absolutely. There's no question talk to Matt Horstall, his coach and uh you know having seen him grow as an athlete in the sport yeah would would have just been uh, he he'd have been up there with them and you know he's he's taken that in as a, a, a step in his life and uh still loves the sport and looks at the sport and admires it and uh you couldn't uh, couldn't have a nicer uh, you know a, a man with a, a respect uh for what you know he was unable to continue
1: Hey Margaret I saw a beautiful post from your business on Facebook so Coast Runner Shop at Kalani Vale and I really loved it so it was about uh, Alana pitcher in the race walk
0: Well talking about beautiful people I mean the pitcher family what an amazing uh, group of people to have in athletics on the on the coast and you know, she's she's just gone, and, and Sienna, her sister, and Mel, her mum, they've just gone about uh, becoming great athletes, uh, quietly going through the motions, being trained in the uh, Frank Overton-Lauren Richardson squad, just quietly getting better and better. And, and Alana has just had some amazing opportunities over the last year. And uh, her mother said to me not so long ago, wow, Alana had to choose between world championships and uh, university Games and, and and I said, well, what a what a problem that is,
2: like <laughs> to
0: have two world championships thrown at you. Um, but why wouldn't you choose the world champs? And what a performance she had! You know, it, the little article that uh, that I posted there, I just had to put it up for people to see because it wasn't an easy day. It's not it's not ever an easy day for distance athletes, and uh, the heat that's there, and the excitement, and uh, the, the quality of athletes that they compete against. And Alana's gone out and and self-admitted that she got a bit tied up with the excitement. I mean, she's 19, for goodness' sake, she's had amazing experience, but she still would be one of the less experienced athletes in the in the field. So why wouldn't she get tied up with the emotion of it? But she said, uh, you know, she settled down and she would, and she basically got herself ready for when she knew that the, uh, the bomb was going to drop later on in the race, which it did, and she said she, just, she was ready for it, got her head ready, and look at the result. 21st, uh, what a fantastic effort. Two, a three-hour race, two hours 57. When you talk about get yourself out there in the heat and go your hardest and uh, see how you feel after half an hour, and she's been out there for nearly three hours and uh, bested a lot of athletes with a lot more experience than herself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well said. So mm-hmm. 20, 21st in total, youngest competitor at 19 in the race. And I think there was over 40 competitors in total. I just can't believe the time. So 35 kilometre, as you said, she goes sub three hours. Maria Perez wins the race. I think in record time, the Spaniard. She, two, won, the,
2: she won the 20k as well.
1: Two hours, 38 and 40 seconds. I mean, just incredible. Kimberly, Garcia Leon finishes second from Peru in two hours 40.52 for 35 kilometres of race walking, which now I believe, Margaret, is not part of the Paris Olympics. So they'll all have to compete in the 20K.
0: Well, Alana said at the base of that article that she's really looking forward to going down to the 20K. I think uh, you know, she was given that uh, position from a, um, a roll down. And obviously, why wouldn't you take it? But she's not actually been training for the 35Ks. At 19, you wouldn't be. So 20K is much more her her cup of tea. And I think, uh, you know, let's hope that uh, she's in consideration. And uh, after that experience at World Champs, I think she'll give the 20K a real good nudge.
2: Margaret, what's been the highlight for you uh, so far into day six, I believe, of the uh, World Championship? What's been the highlight for you?
0: Look, I think uh, you know, 1500 and 5k have been amazing. Uh, I love seeing the girls go under 800, uh, un- under uh, two minutes in the 800 meters. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica Hull has been amazing in the in the 5k. And our semi-local Rose Davies from Newcastle, um, both uh, giving low 15 minutes uh, for their 15k. Uh, Jess just missing. Uh, On hers uh, getting into the final by two spots, and and they're just incredibly competitive those races. But um, what about the 1500 with Britson and Kerr? I mean, that that uh, that left everybody sort of with their jaws down, and uh, you know was uh, really probably should have won it um did, did he take it easy was did he leave the race in you know the finals uh did he put too much out in previous races it's uh it's one of those things we'll never know but uh Kerr was sitting there and uh, like a tiger he just came through and grabbed the gold but that was a that was a fantastic race
1: do you agree with my comment earlier about the commentary I've just I just think they've set a new benchmark at this world championships
0: yeah, well, I think it's been really informative as well as, um, you know, just entertaining, and, and that makes for good listening. You're looking at a great great event, and to just have all that little background going. I do Bruce, miss Bruce, though. I mean, as an Australian, you, you we just love to hear Bruce at any any athletic championship.
1: Hey, what about uh, Faith Kip-Yagon uh, in the women's 1500? So Jess Hull is in the final there, and she finishes seventh. But Kip Yagon is she the greatest we 've ever seen?
0: Oh, look, some of these uh, athletes coming through are definitely the greatest and with modern nutrition, modern training modern modern footwear, um, you know there's not a lot being said about the footwear, but there's obviously that 's my industry and uh, there's been a massive improvement where uh, I think a few years ago when your carbon plate shoes were introduced, everybody was. Saying that they were unfair and you know giving an unfair advantage and it's not you know it shouldn't be about the the shoes but you know, there's most of the sports these days have some sort of mm. um, aids in their uh, their equipment and why not in running and certainly some of the uh, the times um, and and the IAAF set legal limits for the the footwear that that uh, is allowed. So everybody does have the same ad- advantage if they choose the products. Um, <clears throat> Nike's been a, a big leader in the, um, in the product development, as you would expect, but a lot of the other brands have gotten on board, so nobody's disadvantaged if they choose to, to wear the products. And we've seen times come down over many, many distance events, and uh, there is an uh, acknowledgement that the carbon-plated shoes have assisted that yeah
1: yeah that's a great observation what, what, what? and uh can i just say but before we forget this morning one of the races for me and i mean there's so many highlights from these world championships even after day two or three the commentator, commentators were saying they're the best world championships they've seen i think the men's mm. 400 hurdles yeah you've got the three fastest runners in history in that event in the end the Norwegian Karsten Vorholm gets the job done in 46.89, but the three fastest in history going at it.
2: It is a great race, the 400-metre hurdle. Like, you know what, it's a... You know, that 400 metres, it's a tough distance, my <laughs> and God. And they throw a couple of hurdles oh, in. Throw a stand hurdle Like, hurdles like in the just,
1: steeplechase, and mate, Margaret will tell you, like, we're watching the other night, we're watching the women's steeplechase, and they're going around about nine minutes... Which is three-minute kilometer pace, yeah. jumping a whole bunch of hurdles, including the water jump. Correct. It's staggering. And
2: this is, you know you look at these guys here; they're doing it in 46. They're breaking 47 seconds, right? So it's less than 12 seconds per 100 meters, with two or three <laughs> hurdles in between. Like it's just phenomenal to think they're doing that, because uh, the other guys that are doing it without the hurdles are probably running around that 43, 42 mark. Like Just amazing how they got that ability. They basically just glide over those hurdles. Margaret, I just want to touch on, you know, the point you were making about the shoes. You know, this is an argument that can go on for years and years and we've seen in history, like the only true race or reflection of what people are doing is if we went down to bare feet again. Right? That's the only way we're gonna get back to that point. But you know, we've always seen technology improve. no, of course, <laughs> correct. It's not going to happen. So, uh, you know unless
1: what? we get, you know, like Zola Bud,
2: correct. But you know what? That's how they started originally, and you know, then they decided to put spice on, then they decided to put joggers or whatever it was. Like we've always had this development, and it's going to, you know what? There's going to be something new in probably 20 years' time that will enhance and just. And
0: it, it staggers just... you. It staggers you when that that happens because you know you you'll go along for many many years without a development. I mean, when I yep. used to run marathons, we had water, maybe. Uh, and the, the trick there was flat coke. Um, now, you know, the nutrition that, that's available, um, even to a, any of the shorter distance athletes, you know, allowing their body to be ready to perform. There's so much knowledge, there's so much product that you know all of these developments have, have come within the last 20 years really and you wonder and and you look forward to uh, other innovations going forward because that's the way mankind is you know we we want better we want higher we want faster and yep. somebody's going to be out there having a little brainwave and then we'll we'll be saying wow that's amazing again
1: have you seen the movie air yeah, about how michael jordan signs with nike yep. back in 1984 Uh, There's a quote in that where they say, it's only a shoe until someone steps in it. And that person was Michael Jordan when he he signed for Nike. Margaret, it's been such a pleasure (laughs) having you back on the show. Uh, For anyone that needs anything, well, my son and uh, my daughter's boyfriend, CJ, they're about to do the marathon. First time ever in Sydney. And so they went on a 30K run. I'll be telling them to come and see you, Margaret, for all their nutritional needs, because it's not just about runners. It's about how you get through an event like that. I told them about the flat coke, but I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure there's something that can help the boys. I think that one's
0: yep. gone by the, by the way. Oh, A okay. shout out to that marathon, Steve. 17,500 uh, registrations for the Sydney Marathon.
1: Yeah, incredible. Uh, and they're ticking a box that I never have. I've always wanted to run a marathon. So can, the boys, they were doing 30K this morning. Congratulations to them. Margaret, thank you again for joining us. We're running horribly late. Uh, all the best to you and Thanks, the team guys. at the Coast Runners Shop at Kalani Vale.
0: Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend.